Welcome to the A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, uh, every Instagram, all over the socials. We're Nationals on demand sports network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse, Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Man, do the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room, mandu.com. Wilson County Hyundai for your next ride. Head out to wilsoncountyhyundai.com in Lebanon. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings there at Calvin and Subtle. Dot com to improve your home, and then the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So, Zach, we are here today to discuss, I think, a very interesting topic of uh, Ryan Tannehill versus the opposing quarterbacks the Titans will face and where the quarterback has the clear advantage. Because we all know this, quarterback is what moves a needle in the NFL, quarterback Play is what moves the Vegas spread in the NFL. And I the Titans have a tough schedule this year with some opponents. And we've narrowed it down to six quarterbacks that Ryan Tannehill needs to outperform. We've done some of the work uh, for everybody pre-show. So uh, we do, you know, get some of the obvious yeses and no's out of the way. Right, Zach? Well, and I want to say this about the schedule because – Look, there's always, in, in any league, you have the top-tier tiers and the bottom-tier teams. But, as we know in the NFL, the, the reason why they're so successful in the league is because of the parity in the league. And so you, it's hard to look at a schedule and be like, wow, that's a really tough schedule because we don't know who's going to be good and going to be bad. I thought it was telling. I referenced this on a previous show. Alan Bell, uh, who does our pick show, with yep. 17 out of the nineteen last 19 uh, years, there has been a team go from worst to first in a division. That tells you a lot. So it doesn't mean that a bad team can't be good. It doesn't mean a good team can't be bad, too. Now, we know that quarterback play drives that, right? That's how you can justify year after year being a perennial playoff team or in the depths of trying to figure out who your signal caller is. The one thing that the Tennessee Titans have figured out in the last two years, John Robinson, his best move, uh, drafting Derrick Henry in the second round and trading for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, trading for DeMarco Murray was great, but that wasn't long-lived. Ryan Tannehill earned his contract after he was traded for. That was a great deal for the Tennessee Titans. They didn't actually have to pay top dollar for a quarterback to sign him for a four-year deal either. So, Bravo to John Robinson. We criticize that guy a lot because there's a lot to criticize and a lot of decisions. One thing we should praise, or Titans fans at least should praise, their general manager for is finding the quarterback, and let's face it, Austin, a very, very unorthodox way. You don't find QBs the way that John Robinson found his. No. No, you, you really don't. So they they definitely struck gold with that, with what they were able to do. So let's talk about this because we have eliminated several quarterbacks from this conversation uh, for the sake of, uh, you know, not wasting time. So we'll go through all the quarterbacks on the Titans schedule. We came up with only two guys that are just obviously better than Ryan Tannehill at playing the quarterback position in the NFL. And those two guys are fairly obvious. obvious. 
Russell Wilson, who the Titans go play in Seattle in week two, and they play Patrick Mahomes in Nashville in week seven. I don't think anybody can disagree with the fact that Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes are better at NFL quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. That's not a slight against Ryan Tannehill. That's just two guys who are working their way to have Hall of Fame careers, and Ryan Tannehill, as great as he's been the last two years, is not working his way to having a Hall of Fame career. Uh, but like those two guys, it's it's fairly obvious that they have an edge over Tannehill. Not, it's not saying that the Titans can't beat those teams, but those two quarterbacks have the advantage over Tannehill in those two games right when they walk out on the field. Yeah, and uh, I don't, there's no question. Uh, Russell Wilson has won a Super Bowl, been to another Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes has won a Super Bowl. And I love saying been to another one because he got beat by Tom Brady this past year, fire them cannons. But they, I, I don't think this is an argument, right? Brian Tannehill is not greater than those two quarterbacks. They play at an all-time level. They got the best quarterback in the league. And then Russell Wilson, a guy who plays – as the best quarterback in the league in the first six weeks of the season and then tends to trail off whether that's due. I think that's more due to his team, not necessarily his play. Right. So then we've eliminated from the conversation that the quarterbacks that Ryan Tannehill is obviously better than where there's no discussion. And so we're going to loop the two rookie guys uh, in this conversation, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence into this category. So the Titans play Trevor Lawrence twice. They play Zach Wilson with the Jets early on in the season. So we're going to go ahead for this conversation's sake and say Tannehill's better than those two. Also, the two guys who have kind of you know washed up, I think, is a category with Jameis Winston in New Orleans with the Saints and Kim Newton in New England with the Patriots. Then you've got Tua with the Dolphins. And then uh, whoever the hell the Texans are going to play at quarterback besides Deshaun Watson. Because – that it's, it's looking like as the Texans add another quarterback yesterday, so that's a total of five quarterbacks on the roster, Deshaun Watson will probably not play for the Texans. So Ryan Tannehill will be better than whoever the Texans trot out at the quarterback position. Yeah, I think the, the, the closest out of the ones you just listed and unknowing of the rookies, right, is where will Tua go? Right. Will Tua improve because his team and his offense around him have? Will he stay the same and just be a game manager? Or will he regress because now defenses have figured out his tendencies, which haven't been great, right? Yeah. I'm very curious. Tua Tungavailoa and the Miami Dolphins, they've put a lot of stock in figuring him out. I think that's probably the closest to Ryan Tannehill. But as we sit today, Ryan Tannehill is better than Tua. All right, now let's get to our, our our hard work here. So we have six quarterbacks that we want to have a conversation about. Who would you take, Ryan Tannehill or blank? Okay, so these six quarterbacks uh, will account for seven games on the Titans' schedule this year. Uh, so Lee Lee Hobbs says a little late. What are we talking about? The six quarterbacks that Ryan Tannehill has to outperform for the Titans to achieve their goals. So the first quarterback on our list is the first quarterback the Titans will play in the regular season, Kyler Murray. But before we get to that, let me tell you guys 
about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever that injury happens in life, and you never know when it will, but you have to be prepared and know where to go when it does and who to trust, and that is the 12 doctors at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. They are insanely good at what they do. They have a state-of-the-art facility in Franklin that does everything. We'll be there next week, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, don't forget we are powered by BetMGM. You can get in on action whether you're betting on the NHL or whether you're betting on the NBA, a little playing games last night. LeBron stayed up late. I did fall asleep a little bit in the fourth quarter, but woke back up for the three, the deep three. Money on that game. BetMGM, use that promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, the question, it's simple. Ryan Tannehill or Kyler Murray, who are you taking? I think this is a little bit closer, Austin, because Kyler Murray's going into his third year. Right. He was rookie of the year. And the third year is kind of when you could pop. Oh, yeah. And the Cardinals are doing everything they can to put around pieces for Kyler Murray to pop and take his game to the next level. So let's just read some comments because, you know, the question is simple, right? Ryan Tannehill versus Kyler Murray. Who are you taking? This is the Titans week one opponent. Uh, So I'm going to try to start at the top of these. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Lane says Tannehill. we'll, We'll get to Carson Wentz later. Uh, Scott says Tannehill is better than Murray. Uh, Donald says, I will take Ryan over Kyler, but it's close. Dom says, I would take Tannehill with Julio Jones at receiver over anyone else. I don't care. Uh, Gene says on YouTube, definitely take Tannehill over Murray. John Michael Presley says, Kyler is way more dynamic, but Ryan Tannehill is the better quarterback right now. Jeff Roberts says, at the moment, I will take Tannehill over Kyler. Louis says, Tannehill is better than Kyler. Lane with Tannehill over Kyler. Um, uh, Let's see more comments that are coming in. Ken says Murray got more help. Titan 8251 is the first person saying Murray as well as Sherlock. Uh, Bobby says Kyler's more of a threat, but I feel like Tannehill's winning the game. So, Zach, where are you in this? Because I, you know, the majority obviously, they're Titans fans watch our show, but the majority say it's. Tannehill over Kyler Murray. There are a few that are trickling in that say Kyler Murray, though. I think this is the hardest. This is, well, I'm glad we started here. This is one of the hardest questions that we're going to ask because Kyler Murray, I believe in Kyler Murray. I've always kind of thought that he could be – he's dynamic, we know, but can he be dynamic in the NFL? Heisman Trophy winner at Oklahoma, dominated the Big 12 in their defense, which is slow anyway. But he got to the he, he got onto the NFL scene and really excelled. One rookie of the year and has really come into his own. I honestly, this is kind of crazy. I think this is the closest one, but I actually take think Kyler Murray by a hair. Really? The, I got a beard hair on that baby. I this is very, very close, but I think Kyler Murray is slightly better than Ryan Tannehill and will be going into this season. So the trajectory of where I think Kyler Murray is headed is this way, where Ryan Tannehill has set a high bar, but I don't know if he can reach any higher. I think more likely his trajectory, I don't think it's going to slope all the way down. I don't think it's going to the, the stock's going to drop like Dogecoin did in the dip, but I do think that it will 
slightly regress a little bit, and that's due to the team around him. It's not completely Tannehill's fault, but I think Kyler Murray, if you look at his statistics for the last two years, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions in his rookie year. 26 touchdowns and 12 interceptions in his sophomore year. Going into his third year, where you say sophomore slump, he maintained. Now, his team struggled down the stretch. But as you mentioned, Austin, I thought you brought up a very good point. Arizona now has had the time to build. Year three is the time where he will have your three, four, and five when you draft a quarterback. That's where you can put the most weapons around him because your salary cap, you're not strapped because he's still under a rookie deal. A hair, I'm taking Kyler Murray. All right, so uh, you've got some people that Dom just says, get the hell out of here, Zach. I knew it was, look, it, but look, also, you're not you have trying to, look to make the, the most popular decision here. Like You're trying to talk about what no, you're I, talking yeah, about. I don't care if it's pop. I'm not trying to yeah. be high school, date the cheerleader. You know, no. that, ain't, that ain't this this situation. No, David says Tannehill over Murray. BMO brings up, if they switch teams, would Tannehill lead the cards to the playoffs or would Kyler Murray and Derrick Henry be really tough to stop? I think both could be true. Uh, and the fact that well, the, the the whole offense would change. You talk about read option, yeah, yeah. Well, and Derrick Henry's not a read option running back. So I think I, he I could be. <laughs> I think no, he could do whatever. I, I he, did. he would not be as good. He would not be as good as he is right now in a read option style. Like I that, think he could do whatever. He 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 would still be really good, uh, but I do not think he would be. Uh, he would not be maximized to what he's been able to la- to do the last couple of years in a full read option uh, style. I don't know. Imagine as a defensive player having to make a decision between hitting Derrick Henry or chasing Kyler Murray. It's not. That's not what it's about. It's not the decision making. It's. A, it's the. Um, that, it, yes, it is. That's the concept. That's incorrect. I would retract that statement, Austin. It is literally about decision making. No, I'm talking about Derrick Henry's uh, style of running in a spread read option type style. It's not his style. He is a downhill runner who has the ability to stretch outside after starting downhill where that's not exactly what it looks like in the read option i just i'm playing i know i'm I'm playing madden coach now i it's it's a it's a facade okay so i I have to go with ryan Tannehill here because ryan Tannehill has been so damn efficient and he's not making mistakes where kyler murray at this point in his career and going into week one or like the first game of his third season I just don't think he's there yet. Ryan Tannehill has been more efficient and had a better passer rating than Aaron Rodgers had the last two years. And Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP award last season with the Packers. So I I think Ryan Tannehill right now is who is better. It's a, it's close. It's a conversation where have we picked this out for a, a reason, right? Kyler Murray is ascending uh, in NFL quarterbacks, but Ryan Tannehill has been near the top. In the over the last two years, and Murray's not there yet. I do think that at the end of the year, we're going to look back, and Kyler Murray's going to have a better year than Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I, that's saying a lot. I think it's well. Very, I mean, I'm saying it right now, May twentieth. Let's fine. let's hey let's let's look at it. I'll track it. Well, I'll, we remember things. Remember, <laughs> we remember things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Tannehill. Uh, Alex says Tannehill gets no respect because he's a national. No, get, what, get, doesn't get no respect. Well, he's, he's in Arizona. It's uh, not like he's in this big market, New York. I mean, well, he, that wasn't about Kyler Murray. That was about Tannehill. But Kyler Murray is like Arizona. The Cardinals are 
I think comparable to the Tennessee Titans when you're talking about market and juice that they get from the national media. Nobody gives a damn about Arizona. Now, do they have a nice stadium? Do they host Super Bowls? Is Phoenix and that Scottsdale area a lot bigger than Nashville? Yes. But they don't get the juice or the play as big market teams. I think they're more comparable to the Titans when it comes to that conversation. All right, so let's have our second quarterback conversation here, and we'll, we'll stay within the NFC West. Who would you take between – Ryan Tannehill and Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, this game, uh, unlike the Arizona game that's in week one, this game is in week 17, not week 18, or no, week 16, I guess is the correct answer. But Ryan Tannehill versus Jimmy Garoppolo, who might not even be the guy in San Francisco by the time these two teams play. But who do you take there, Zach? I'll let you start this off. So I'm going opposite of what I did last time. I think this is the clear-cut winner, which is Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. If Jimmy Garoppolo was so damn good, the 49ers wouldn't have drafted and traded two first-round picks for to draft a quarterback. Actions speak louder than words. And the 49ers are telling you that Ryan Tannehill is better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, um... Jimmy Garoppolo's biggest issue is not his actual play. It's his ability to be able to play. <laughs> it's his injury history and the amount of times that he does get hurt, kind of like what Ryan Tannehill went through in Miami. Like, like, if you think about it, obviously Jimmy Garoppolo made it to a Super Bowl with the Niners, so that, that there's a difference there. But Ryan Tannehill got paid by the Dolphins after his initial rookie contract. Jimmy Garoppolo got paid by the Niners after that rookie contract from getting traded that by the That was a very team-friendly deal. Uh, for who? Jimmy G. A and Tannehill, if you think about it. $17 million a year, I believe. So that wasn't breaking the bank by any means. But they both have struggled with injury history in with their initial team they got an opportunity with, right? So I, I it's... Ryan Tannehill's the obvious answer here. Now, I think Jimmy G has the ability to cut up a defense with rhythm, with quick passing game, and it's really about how the offense is set up with Shanahan. But I still, if you're talking about just pure quarterback play, it's Ryan Tannehill is a better player who can really take you to the next level compared to Jimmy G. The 49ers are very intriguing this year because Jimmy Great. Garoppolo has an opportunity to prove his franchise wrong. Like, Nick Bosa is going to come back. They're not going to be as injured on the offensive side of the ball as they were last year. If Jimmy G stays healthy, this is his best opportunity to force the franchise that pays him into making a very hard decision. Because yeah. they drafted Trey Lance for a reason, not to sit on the bench. Right, right. So I'm going to just go through read comments. Guy says Tannehill, hands down. Ethan says Tannehill. Apollo easily Tannehill. Rolando says Jimmy G might not play. Cards Titans Grizz says Tannehill, no question. Niners just drafted Garoppolo's replacement. Uh, Kenneth Tannehill over Jimmy G. And then uh, Ken says Ryan over uh, porn star Jimmy. I want to bring this graphic back up, Zach, because I made these graphics this morning. As you see, the, uh, the Garoppolo uh, text is gold. Zach, that's not Niners gold. That's Jimmy G's skin tone. <laughs> so I thought that was funny uh, because the Niners gold didn't pop it off. But I thought uh, Jimmy G porn star, as uh, Ken brought up. No, that's, that's the Greek god in him. Yeah, I know. That's it's and, and Brad says 
tanny as in Tannehill, but man, Garoppolo's got that real tan going on. But I'm I, I, you, I thought he's the Greek god. <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> chiseled jaw. I've I've actually seen Jimmy Garoppolo. Wow. This was Memorial Day like four years ago. He was still with the Patriots. Well, so it was longer than that. Was still with the Patriots at Kung Fu in oh, Nashville. Wow. That's a hell of a place right there. I, he was talking to some smoke show, go figure. And I was like, I recognize that guy. It's like, but I, I, it took me, I would say, a good like five to 10 minutes to figure out. And then it snapped in my head and go, that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I uh, when I was picking the pictures for the graphics, I, I I almost went helmetless Jimmy Garoppolo, but then I thought we'd all get distracted, and so I, I put a helmet on him, right? Just for just so we can move the conversation along. All right, so let's get. We've got two quarterbacks. I think Tannehill. I'm taking Tannehill over both Kyler Murray and Jimmy G. Zach split the two. He's taking Tannehill over Jimmy G, but Kurt, Kyler Murray over Tannehill. We've got two more quarterbacks. So we're about, actually, we have four more quarterbacks. The next quarterback is within the division, so that's going to be fun. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. Austin and I have te both test-driven. Look, I drive a Hyundai for a living. But Austin, he's test-driven this Hyundai Palisade, this brand-new SUV. Yeah. It's hard to find. We absolutely love it. It's spacious, and it's great. Like a family car, you talk about trashing that minivan you talk about happy wife, happy life. That's really what's going to make your wife happy is you go look at a Hyundai Palisade and in the carpool lane, all the other housewives and moms are going to be looking and be like, damn, what's going on? When, when did when did she get that car? When did she get the Palisade? That's got third row seating. It's got captain seats. They may not know that, but once they look in the mirror and be like, whoa, what? And start peeking inside. That is exactly what the Palisade gives you. It gives you fuel efficiency. It gives you luxury. All for a great price. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up. Go look at their inventory. They've got it. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports. We are powered by BetMGM every morning. Download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. And you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Guys, it, it's playoff time, man. And it's the playoffs get pretty wild and wacky. So download the app, uh, BetMGM app, on either your Android or your Apple phone. Use the code ATOZ Sports to sign up, get that risk-free bet with your first deposit and your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old and must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. As we talk here on this quarterback show, Zach, uh, the next conversation that we're going to have is new guy in the division, Carson Wentz. Ryan Tannehill versus Carson Wentz. Uh, I I think this is easy. I Again, Vegas is so high on the addition of Carson Wentz to the Indianapolis Colts that they have made the Colts the favorite to win the AFC South this year. I disagree with that thought process, but people are really high on, on Carson Wentz reunited with Frank Knight, Frank Reich, and the Colts. O-line, the Colts' weapons, the Colts' defense. But, Zach, who do you take, Tannehill or Carson Wentz? I mean, I think you have to take Tannehill. You can't take the unknown. The reason why I took Kyler Murray is that he's shown me some things. He's shown me some stuff. He's won some games. He's scrambled for first downs and touchdowns. Carson Wentz showed me something years ago before he tore his ACL, but since that moment in the L.A. Coliseum, he has not been good. And so 
And since that moment, Ryan Tannehill has. That's the answer. The better quarterback right now is Ryan Tannehill. And I'll go back to a comment, and it's already scrolled back because we've had so many comments. But it talked about, I think it was Dom maybe, talking about Tannehill standing in there and, and being courageous and throwing throwing in the face of pressure. Carson Wentz tries to eradicate pressure with his erratic moves, and that ends up getting him hurt, sacked, or throwing a pick or fumbling the football. Yeah. The, the answer is clear. I know, I know where you're going as well, Austin, but Ryan Tannehill is my answer. Yeah, I think Card Titans Grizz is a really smart comment on, on Twitter. Wentz has to prove what Tannehill already has. Like that's just a really concise comment, but I think it's it's right on the money that Carson Wentz has to look at what Ryan Tannehill has become in Tennessee and say, that can be me. But I don't believe it because Carson Wentz is so broken. It, like Carson Wentz in Philadelphia was so much worse than anything Ryan Tannehill did in Miami. And I don't know if you saw the comments that came out yesterday, Zach, at a Philly uh, when Jalen Hurts says that he's okay and welcomes competition. Like that's that seems like, and Jalen Hurts isn't this type of guy, but that just, it seems like a shot uh, at Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz crumbled under the competition and the pressure of having a guy, Jalen Hurts, looking over his shoulder. Uh, that that and, is, uh, where'd you hear that? Is that where you listening to Philly uh, Sports Talk Radio? I mean, uh, it was on like ESPN.com reported by the ESPN Philly Reporter. Uh, yeah, I think that, that ESPN Philly Reporter has nothing to talk about because that is the, the dumbest article ever. Like, of course Jalen Hurts is going to be open to competition. It's not a shot at, at Carson Wentz. It's Jalen Hurts just, just talking what a quarterback would talk. That is, and the Philly fans are going crazy up there driving to go get cheesesteaks, talking about it, which is ridiculous. I get my, it. We're my, in the business, but no, I think that no. that is completely overblown. All right. So he said, he said that he's, he's doesn't see himself as above competition where Carson Wentz had this uh, aura about him where he was walking in there and he was threatened and, and did not like the fact that the Eagles drafted another quarterback in the second round to be over his shoulder. And that ruined a lot of relationships with Carson Wentz and the Eagles organization. The facts are the facts. If Carson Wentz had a played better and not torn his ACL, they wouldn't have drafted a quarterback in the second round. A franchise has to have a security blanket. And if you don't understand business, or if you get butt hurt over business, you have no business being that, in the business. That's my that's my point. That What you just said is Carson Wentz. Is but that's says, not Jalen Hurts. No, what I, you I said, said was Jalen Hurts. What? Jalen Hurts? You brought that up. Right, because Jalen Hurts was quoted that he's not above QB competition. like that, And so that, it's just the apples and oranges of who Carson Wentz is compared to who Jalen Hurts is. That's my point. Jalen Hurts isn't purposely throwing shots at Carson Wentz, but he's, he's telling you a lot about the difference in those two guys' personality. That's what I'm saying, Zach. Here is one thing. Carson Wentz has a better football team than Jalen Hurts now. Yeah. So what can he do with that? And I think that is going to justify how many games the Colts win and if if they will win the division, right? Is Carson Wentz has better players. He he does. The Colts have a way better roster than the Eagles. The, the and Eagles, the Titans. The Eagles were the sixth worst team in the NFL last year. The the Colts were an 11 and 5 playoff team. And the Colts have a better roster than the Tennessee Titans. 
It's not about the Eagles. I understand why you brought it up, so I'm not discrediting that. I'm saying it's about the Titans. The, the Colts have a better roster, and I've said this. I said this last week. Top to bottom than the Tennessee Titans. The Titans have a better player in Derrick Henry than the Colts do. But can Carson Wentz use that roster to his advantage and take the Colts further than Phillip Rivers was able to do? Because we all know an aging Phillip Rivers had a ceiling. He was good. He wasn't great. Can Carson Wentz be great like he was the year he tore his ACL? No. My answer is no. So I take Tannehill over Carson Wentz all day long, and I will twice this upcoming season. When Look, you don't even know if Carson Wentz is going to meet the threshold of playing 75% of the snaps. If you And if you're the Tennessee Titans, you want Carson Wentz to play over 75% of the snaps because then the Colts have to send a first-round draft pick back to Philadelphia. And I, I don't think Carson Wentz is that good. So having a not-that-good quarterback playing all those snaps is a positive for the Tennessee Titans. And I have to address this. Mike, Mike says, please don't undersell the Titans roster. Mike, the fact of the matter is the Titans roster is either unknown or worse. That's what it is. It's either unknown or worse. The defense, it's more unknown than solidifying by saying, oh, it's much better. The Titans offense is worse. <laughs> I mean, it's not better. The Titans offense is worse. And, so and if combining that roster, defense, offense, and you can sprinkle in special teams, and I would ask Mike, who the hell's kicking the football? I'll wait. Okay. So it's unknown or worse. And, that's, and I, that's what it is. I will say, saying the Colts have a better roster than the Titans is not saying the Titans have a bad roster. No. The Colts have a really good roster. So – the, the comment was the Colts roster is better than the Titans roster, which I think is true outside of the quarterback position. And the quarterback position is the most important position. And the Titans had the advantage there, according to basically everybody watching the show. I, I completely agree. And that's why the Titans won the division last year. In Indy, Ryan Tannehill stepped up. Derrick Henry stepped up to get the tie break. Yeah, for sure. All right. Next quarterback, Ryan Tannehill or Josh Allen. Josh Allen was an MVP candidate last year. Break it. Do you talk about breakout year that you're saying maybe Kyler Murray can explode in year three? Josh Allen did exactly that in his third year in the NFL. Takes the Buffalo Bills to the AFC title game. They lose to the Chiefs, just like what happened with Tannehill the year before. Josh Allen or Ryan Tannehill, which quarterback do you take here? So now we're really going to put the fan base to the test. Yeah. Now how <laughs> objective can you be? <laughs> and you know what? I trust the chat. That is one thing. Like, again, I called out uh, the, the, the Mike, Mike, Mike Wash. I don't have no problem with you, right? Uh, it was just a, a back and forth. The one thing that I do respect the community that we built is – they're not they're not completely skewed because look, Josh Allen all day. Josh Allen, Allen. I'm taking Josh Allen. Jeff Roberts, I'm taking Allen. Now Big Mac comes in with Tannehill, so there's one. Uh, I'm taking Josh Allen. Dom says it's even. They're literally the same guy. Josh Allen's hi higher ceiling because he's younger. Yeah, and so Ali Ali said the same thing that that Josh Allen's younger. Somebody said. It's the same guy in different jerseys, but the same number. They, they they like the idea 
of, uh, of you know, looking at these t- two players athletic. I think Josh Allen has a way stronger arm than Ryan Tannehill. But again, that doesn't mean that Ryan Tannehill has a bad arm, just like the Colts-Titans roster conversation we just had. But I, I think it's Josh Allen is the better quarterback right now. And he does have a high ceiling. And you look at what Buffalo has fireworks on offense. The Titans, they, the Titans have fireworks on offense, but not like uh, the fireworks shows are very different. Like the, the Titans fireworks show is like more like in your backyard with that. No, big. It's, it's bigger than that. Uh, the Titans fireworks show. No, no, no. I, I've got the analogy. Okay. The Titans fireworks show is the one that you do in your big, big back, your, your backyard but you go to the fireworks shop and you spend the $257 on that one big boomer. That's Derrick Henry. And then the rest, you buy the kids some some bottle rockets and some Roman candles. Josh Allen and the Bills are more like the fireworks show that is has an array, a plethora of fireworks. So it's not that one big boomer like the Titans have. That's That's where I would go with it. Well, uh, as as someone who sold fireworks uh, in, in his in his earlier age, uh, the, say what? I said that's fair. You're a little bit more educated on the fireworks world. Yeah, I sold fireworks for three summers uh, at the after high school and throughout college, and I, I gotta say, I was pretty good at selling some fireworks. I could set your show up. I mean, the one bad mother and the one bad mother-in-law are by far the best, and that's the Buffalo Bills right there. That is funny. Well, it's not that hard of a sell because if you're going to a fireworks store, you're going to buy fireworks. No, no, no. It's about what's the best bang for your buck and no pun intended, but you know, and they had TVs there. So like I would watch film at night and look and see which firework did what. And so if a guy came in here, he's like, look, man, uh, I want to have a nice show. I've got like this much money to spend. Can you put me something together? So I put something together that there was some variety in there. So you just did the same stuff over and over. There's, there's different types of actions. And Adam says it is really hard to sell fireworks. Nah, man, fireworks selling takes some skill. If you're going to do it the right way. And at the end you say, look, buddy, I'm going to throw in some Stanley sparklers on the house. for just coming in. Here's some uh, tanks for your kids to light the driveway. Uh, 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 So I didn't didn't know that I, I, Again, you've told me this a couple of times throughout the years, but I didn't know it was that uh, in well, I, had f- I had fun with it. Yeah, G-Man's like Austin studied tape on fireworks. Yeah, you had like a DVD that showed you what each firework did. Hey, and Austin, so- you want to come drink some beer? No, I'm crunching tape on fireworks. Well, I will say we did drink beer at night uh, during the fireworks stand time, so that was fun. Anyway, all right, it is eSports. Uh, so we're both, taking, we're both taking Josh Allen over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I think that is the decision. It has to be. Josh Allen is is, and, but I look. I did see, and I see if I can. We we start talking about fireworks, but uh, I did see a comment saying and, and kind of insinuating that Allen had only done it one year. Yeah, and Tannehill had really done it. I would say one and a half, right, or one and three fourths, whatever you want to call it, but closer to two than one. Both have been to AFC Championship games. Both have lost AFC Championship games. Both have won divisions, right? Yeah, yeah. The trajectory, though, again, Josh Allen is the correct answer in this. Yeah, no doubt there. All right, A to Z Sports, we have two more quarterbacks. Again, uh, our conversation we're having today are the six quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill must outperform for the Titans to have a successful 
2021 season and achieve their goals. We got two more quarterbacks left, but first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's a ton of different ways uh, to use Renters Warehouse to your benefits. It can create extra cash flow for you and your family. Uh, if you have a son or daughter who's just graduating, they need somewhere to live, somewhere to rent, uh, RentersWarehouse.com has all the great inventory of rental property across the mid-state at all different types of, of price ranges, all different locations, different types of homes are out at RentersWarehouse.com. Quick question, Austin. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill beat Josh Allen this year on Tuesday night because of COVID. The year before, though, Mariota played, right? Yeah, Mariota. Well, the, the Titans and Bills have played three like years in year. a row in the yeah. regular season. So uh, last year, yes, that was a Tuesday night game where Tannehill and the Titans outgunned the Bills by a lot. 42-16, I want to say was the final score. The year before was 14-7. 14-7, that was uh, week five when uh, when the kicker, Cairo Santos, missed four field goals. So it was Mariota. Mariota couldn't yeah. get the ball in the end zone. The Titans only scored that one touchdown. It was because Kevin Byard got a pick and set him up in plus territory on a short field to go score, and, and the Titans lost. And then the year before that, Nick was Williams. was Mariota and the Nick Williams drop where I thought Mariota did enough for them to win that game, but his receiving core let him down. Uh, so that's the Bills and Titans have a long history. We all know about that, but play, they've played now. This is going to be the fourth regular season in a row. So that's a, a rivalry that's absolutely budding right now. All right, who are you taking? Big Ben Roethlisberger at – man, well, quick question. Do you know how old Ben Roethlisberger is? Let's play the age game. I want to say this season he will be 38. I don't know if he's 38 currently, but I think this season he'll be 38. He is not currently 38. He is currently 39. Ah. And his birthday, March 2nd, 1982. So he just turned uh, 39. So he will be 39 this season. Right. Aging vet, <laughs> as they say. Who you? Where do you go here between Tannehill and Ben Roethlisberger? Now, we talked about this last Thursday once the NFL's and the Titans schedule came out. I think it was, it was one of my things that I liked about the Titans schedule that they got the Steelers in Pittsburgh in December. Because I think by that point, by week 14 or whatever it is there in December, Ben Roethlisberger will hit the wall. Like, the guy was fairly good off of his elbow injury the year before early on by getting rid of the ball quick. But by the time the season got deep, the weather got cold. That offense was awful, awful to watch. They started what 10 and 0 because their defense was fantastic and they are efficient on offense. The offense dropped off. They went three and three down the stretch and they lost their first playoff game against the Browns. I take Tannehill over Ben Roethlisberger. And this is, this might be one of the easiest this next to Jimmy Garoppolo, the easiest decision I've had to make on this show today. So Tom Brady is the anomaly. Tom Brady is a different beast. TB12, whatever he does, he gets better with time. He's like a fine wine. It's crazy. But all the other quarterbacks don't. Phillip Rivers hit a wall. Peyton Manning hit a wall. Drew Brees hit a wall. Eli Manning hit a wall. Joe Flacco hit a wall. This is trending where Ben Roethlisberger hits a wall. And so the correct answer is Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, and and 
his team hit a wall, though. Last year, they did not set up Ben Roethlisberger to succeed after they started 10-0. and And the reason why is they completely abandoned the running game. I had James Conner on my fantasy team, so I know. I watched a lot of Pittsburgh games. More Pittsburgh games than I would have liked. But they just didn't run the football. I don't know who the hell the offensive coordinator is, but Mike Tomlin should have gone in there and fired his ass or said, run the damn football like Nick Saban used to tell Lane Kiffin. But they didn't do that, so therefore the onus was on Roethlisberger and a 38-year-old at the time. Quarterback cannot do it all. Even if you have the weapons that he had, you have to have balance. They had no balance. Will they learn their lesson? That's what where Ryan Tannehill benefits is they rely on running games. They don't have to do it all. Ryan Tannehill is the better quarterback right now than Ben Roethlisberger, and I believe we'll have a better season. Yeah, so the the Steelers started 11-0, so I messed up on that one. They lost three straight. They beat the Colts in week 16, then they then Roethlisberger did not play the last week of the season. Now, the last regular season game that he did play, uh, he threw for 341 yards and three touchdowns, was very efficient, 70% completion rate, but then the playoff game, I forgot about this in the playoff game. He threw for 501 yards <laughs> against the Browns. But he, and he threw 68 passes in that playoff game, but he threw four picks. How, how did the game start? Oh, it started with the Browns just, you know. It went up 21 nothing. Oh, yeah, it was insane. But it's just looking at the box sto- score, I just looked at the 501 and 68 pass attempts. It was just like, oh, my God. That and game they, went the worst possible way for them because they knew they can't just throw the football but when you're down by 21 you only can throw the football yeah yeah so again i i take Tannehill over ben roethlisberger that was a uh, fairly easy decision for me i think Tannehill outperformed roethlisberger in nashville last year in week what six when they played that in that tight game so uh, you know, so that's easy for me. All right, Zach. I will. Uh, before we get to this, John Michael Presley, how much of an impact will Najee Harris have on the 39 year old quarterback? Because if he hits, that's and, and the Steelers are a good, solid organization. Mike Tomlin, good, solid head coach. If Najee Harris hits, I I think that the the Steelers could be a problem down the stretch because the Titans do play him. Well, James Conner banged up a lot last year, wasn't he? Yes, and then Anthony McFarland Jr. can only do so much. Yeah, and so I, I think Little Najee, bugs. Yeah, Najee Harris was an upgrade from James Conner. I like James Conner, great story, but he was, you know, you don't re-sign the James Conner, James Conner running back, right? You yeah. draft and replace that guy, which they did. And I think Najee Harris is is uh is an impressive player. And I do think if they are still they have to run the football more with Najee Harris, but they will be able to throw to him too. Yes, and that's the key. It yeah. can get Big Ben out of trouble, checkdowns, and he's into trouble a lot. Because you at 39, you can't play like you're 29. Right. No and doubt. you can't change the way you play. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. AZ Sports here live on this Titans Thursday. Six quarterbacks, Ryan Tannehill must outperform for the Titans to reach their goals this season. The last of the six is a new face in his, in his new team, and we talked about the spreads last, or I guess it was earlier this week. The biggest favorite over the Titans as of right now this season are the Rams on Sunday Night Football and new quarterback Matt Stafford in L.A. with those Rams. Who do you take, Ryan Tannehill 
or Matthew Stafford. Uh, so, Zach, I mean, I'll let you get started this conversation. I, I do think we saved this one for last for a reason because this is a really unique conversation and a unique quarterback battle. Well, it's just the best scenario for Matthew Stafford, right? This is all about his second opportunity. Now, how old is Matthew Stafford? I think that we got to find that out, right? Right. Matthew Stafford is 33 years old. Still same, a lot of tank left, uh, a lot of gas in the tank. Same age as Tannehill? Uh, yeah, because I think, well, I think Tannehill may be 30. Ryan Tannehill is 32 years old. Yeah, okay. I thought he was one year younger. Real cool, real close. So very, very close. Whew, this is tough. I, I, I Everybody believes, and I, I do trust Vegas. Vegas believes that Matthew Stafford is going to really improve the Rams. When you pair him with an offensive mind like Sean McVay, where you don't have to tell him what to do like he had to do with Jared Goff at the line of scrimmage, you have a veteran, you've got a, a live arm. Uh Matthew Stafford is the answer. So there's no doubt that I, I agree that Matthew Stafford will take the Rams to a completely different level because he is so much better than extremely average Jared Goff. And we saw as what um, as what uh, Danny on YouTube says, Stafford has been balling out on a bad team forever. The guy's a gunslinger. They're different quarterbacks. They're both really talented and athletic. Uh, but Stafford's been forced to throw the ball 45 times a game, where Ryan Tannehill is throwing the ball 27 times a game and handing it off 25 times a game. So uh, I think uh, yeah, Ethan says 33 years old, but you age faster playing for Detroit. I don't disagree with that. Uh, but I, I think I take Stafford over this <laughs> because I think that the Rams offense with Matthew Stafford, I cannot wait to see how it plays out. Uh, this one's pretty close to a push, but I I take Matt Stafford over Ryan Tannehill. Do you do you blame Matthew Stafford for his career? Why would I? Well, he no. chose to sign with Detroit. Like after you get drafted, you have the choice, right? It's hard. Yeah, I it's mean, difficult. That's but that that's why I asked the question. Only a select few have butted up against that, right? Eli Manning, uh, John Elway, Bo Jackson. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the initial draft. I'm talking, talking about, about afterwards. He, he played in Detroit and then signed an extension. He signed the big contract to stay in Detroit. So we talk about, wow, Matthew Stafford has wasted away his career because he's been exiled to that terrible motor city. But he... He signed up for that. Well, we have, when did he re-sign? Like that, that is important because like he did take them to the playoffs one year. And they lost to the Saints. Right. So they did year, beat the Cowboys. So what year was that though? Like I, I do think we need to when we're trying to uh discuss, do you blame him for that? Well, we no, you no, know, when you're talking about Detroit, you I think that it's a different situation. But they had a. But he also had Calvin Johnson, man. Like you're not going to just leave Calvin Johnson. And and when they had some things going the right way, it made sense for him to re up with Detroit. Uh, and Donald says he went to the playoffs three times. So I think it 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 just got real bad once Calvin Johnson retired because of Detroit. Um, but I mean the bank accounts just 
lit right now. It's yes, just so but bank account, right? Uh, what do you value? What I do mean, you value? Do you want to know the actual value of total cash that Matt Stafford's made in his NFL career? Well, uh, we know that Steve McNair made 72. <laughs> yeah, and so this is – he's played 12 years in the NFL. 12 years. His total cash, <laughs> Zach, on the field – is a quarter million dollars, $226 million. A and quarter about billion. To, I'm sorry, you're right. Quarter billion. <laughs> B, that, that's with a B. Quarter billion. Quarter billion dollars. $226 million. And he's about to make another uh, 43 over the next two years. And in live LA. in LA. Yes. I mean, that is so much freaking money. God eventually comes back around, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you, like, and again, I, I, the, the money is great. I, you, you cannot, you really can't put a price on a quarter billion dollars. I, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. But living in Detroit, playing for losing franchises, being hurt year after year, going through different head coaches that were terrible, and now you kind of have the reincarnation of your career. And let's just say. You have seven years to prove yourself, maybe five. So five years from 33 to 38 or 33 to 40, can you win two Super Bowls to be talked about of the ilk of Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, and those type? So You're not going to be up there with Tom Brady. So here's when Matt Stafford – because you asked the question, do you blame Matt Stafford – for staying in Detroit. So he re-signed in Detroit in 2013 and then again in 2017, which 2013 was when his rookie deal ended and they made the playoffs his third season. So he signed, re-upped his fifth year, so two years removed from his first playoff uh, appearance. He made the playoffs two more years and then after that third playoff appearance, is when he signed the really big deal where he got a $50 million signing bonus. So we never talk about Matthew Stafford's career ever because we, there's no need to, but now he's with the relevant team. It's hard to, it's really to look at his past and his history is very interesting. Yeah. So again, it makes sense. Like they just made the th- their third playoff appearance. And so he signed, yeah, let's, ro- let's keep going. Detroit made awful decisions with coaching staffs and other reasons but he signed 50 million dollar signing bonus right after that third playoffs i mean yeah you take that and titans for life brings up a point they would have tagged him yeah which would have sucked twice he would have well, got if you bitch and moan enough you can get out of dodge maybe you just can't mess with you know 20 plus massage therapists and bitch and moan so zach to just uh summarize what we've done for the last 54 minutes uh, is that we've gone through the six quarterbacks that Ryan Tannehill asked to outperform this year for the Titans to reach their goals. Those quarterbacks were Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Ben Roethlisberger, and Jimmy Garoppolo. I think Tannehill is better than all but Stafford and Allen. So if you put all of this together, the Titans have the quarterback advantage in 13 of their 17 games, in my opinion, with the four where they don't are 
uh, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. So they have a good opportunity in the other 13 games. Now, they're not going to win all 13. I would throw it, and Kyler Murray's a wild card. And you you had Kyler Murray as your flip-flop I there. I think it is a wild card. Like I, we're, That's fair. Like, that's the whole hair analogy. We are splitting hairs between you and I on who's better, who's not. That's the first game of the season. I think it is an advantage for the Titans because they're at home. They have the best player on the field, which is Derrick Henry at all times. So that actually goes in their favor. But to say that the Titans have the better quarterback on the field in 13 of their 17 games, that makes you feels good. It, the, the feels comes from the two things, though. There are two things that you're not talking about. Can Carson Wentz beat you once? And what is Trevor Lawrence? Right. There's, there's are two things that we cannot predict. We know that the Texans are going to be trash. We know that. The Jets, it doesn't really matter. The two things that will define, I think, a, a really good season or a wild card or maybe missing the playoffs. I don't know how that's going to work. Trevor Lawrence and Carson Wentz. Those two people will define and decide the Titans season. And, and that's the unknown. That's the excitement sure. of this year. I'm, I'm kind of, my blood's starting to flow thinking about it. <laughs> All right, Zach, uh, another guy who's in the AFC South officially now is Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow officially signed his contract with the Jags. Our question today is, are you rooting for or against Tim Tebow to make the Jags roster? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood fours. It's that simple. We feature them right here. Knock on wood if you're with me. You can knock on this wood. I'm talking about Calvin and Subtle's wood. Yes, the pristine. I mean, this thing, you lay this thing down in your house, pull up the carpet and call 615-448-6414. Actually, hold up. You don't need to pull up the carpet. They'll do it for you. They'll rip it up. And then all of a sudden, lay down this nice hardwood flooring. They do finishings. They do it all. They're trusted right here in Middle Tennessee. That's CalvinAndSubtle.com. One to two weeks once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor. This is the Rivoli. Pops, I've already uh, designed my next home. I'm going to put Rivoli in the kitchen, have white marble countertops. I'm thinking white cabinets. Uh, I'm, 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 this is my interior design mind, and they can help you achieve your goal. You and your wife's dream home may already be in your home. All you got to do is upgrade. That's CalvinAndSubtle.com, 615-448-6414. It is Esports BetMGM, the title sponsor of our morning show. Download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports for a risk free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet. When you download, use that code ATOZ Sports. They got game props, player props, innovative parlays, boosts, odds specials. Zach, yesterday they had a boost, an odds boost on John Morant, 20 points, and the Grizz to win. That last free throw with eight seconds left. Got jaw to 20, and the Grizz locked it up. So, well, I, he, it was because he missed three out of four. I know. I did not make that bet. I thought about it. I did not take the bait. I should have because BetMGM gave us all a winner right there. So, download the app right there. A to Z Sports here live on this Thursday. Are you rooting for or against Tim Tebow to make the Jags rush? That's today's question. Who I, I saw a comment earlier that I think it was the first one, 
and they basically said, up oh, Donald. Tebow got a contract before Delaney. Let well, that sink in. No, and I want to clarify that because Donald brought it up. Delaney Walker had a uh, disastrous injury to his ankle. Tim Tebow has not had that. There's just been doubts on he could play. So I do think that is apples and oranges. But I, I personally, well, uh, man. Quick, before you move on, you, we always have to remember, nobody in the NFL was going to give Tim Tebow a job over the last eight years and for the rest of life. Like Tim Tebow's Besides, NFL dreams were dead until Urban Meyer got there. Urban like Meyer. that's the only reason why he's getting this job. We all know that. We've talked about that for now weeks. So understanding that, um, I don't know. I, I kind of like him to prove the critics wrong. I'm I'm weirdly, again, I have no, I don't love Tim Tebow. I think sometimes he's annoying. I think he's a terrible analyst. His haircut is ridiculous. Um, he's a little too much at times, but every here, here's where I'm at. I'll tell you why I'm rooting for him. It's for the dumbass analysts all over the country that have been like, he's taking a roster spot from a guy that could go in there and play. I mean, you're taking a man's dreams, a young guy who could go in there and Tim Tebow, I be quiet, shut your mouth. Okay, that guy's trash anyway. It's Tim Tebow. He got a handout. He networked well. He knew the head coach. He got an opportunity. Whether he'll earn it or whether he'll be given it, it doesn't matter. But don't I mean, do this starry-ass take that, that you're taking away from another guy. There's millions of other scrubs out there on the practice squad that don't get their shot, that get cut because of other reasons. true. It is true. It's he, not true. It is. it is not true. Because, Zach, Tim Tebow has been handed. You talk about Tim Tebow getting a handout. He's been handed three jobs. <laughs> he's he been networked hand- his way there. He's been you, handed hey, You know jobs. this world. How do you get jobs? You don't You don't send your resume into a black hole. You email my ass yes, a good cover but- letter asking, asking, hey, could I get an interview? I, I'll tell you yesterday. You know how you get – you know how you talk to people? I told this story yesterday in a meeting. I was I have got a wedding to go to this weekend. I was in Dillard's looking for a sport coat because I don't really dress up. I need a sport coat. A guy stops me and says, hey, man, A to Z sports. I watch it all the time. I just graduated high school. I'm going to college. Can I get your email address? Could I intern? You know what I said? Absolutely. Give me your email. Let's talk. Let's see if, there, if there's a fit. Right. That's how you get jobs. You network. So I respect Tim Tebow Tim for Tebow's networking. Not networking. Come yes, on, he Tim. did. Oh, he absolutely on. did. He stayed. He stayed friends with with Urban Meyer, who you said yourself is the only reason why he got the job. Yeah, but are you like, listening to yourself? Do you think Tim Tebow was networking with the Mets? Like, give me a freaking break. Like Tim Tebow was given the SEC Network job because he uh, is Tim Tebow and had zero business being an analyst on the air. And he's not gotten any good. And then uh, he was given a double A job for the Mets, a roster spot, which he had no business doing. And now, eight years after being told by the entire NFL that you're not good enough to play in the NFL, the one guy who he's still close with and he's really good friends with Urban Meyer, one of his best friends, just gets a, a coaching job. And that's the only reason why he's there. Another thing in life, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. 
Tim Tebow is lucky that he had the opportunity that Urban Meyer got hired as a professional head coach. Like, so sorry. You're not sorry. You know what's ridiculous? You know, 18-year-old TikTok stars that made $5 million last year when their father had worked 30 years to not even make that amount of money. Is that is that make sense? No, it doesn't. But life doesn't make sense. I just think that it is it is crap to hear these ESPN analysts sit there and cry about a scrub that they don't even know not getting an opportunity but because guys, of Tim Tebow. That guy's probably going to be Taewon Taylor anyway. Well, Taewon Taylor actually just got signed by the Texans. I said makes, that for a reason because he's a scrub. The te- the Texans' offseason just gets even worse and more confusing by them signing Taewon Taylor. I don't know why they're doing that. And Apollo, there's your life lesson. I, like, I don't disagree with this. But, like, the Jags are doing this because Urban Meyer decided and Tim Tebow. Right? But that, that's the deal. If you Austin, if you want something in this company and you are just dead set. I'm not disagreeing with that. But, like, you you're, going, but you're going after the analysts who are saying what about the seal of the job thing. And I'm not all about that. Yeah, because they're hot take BS. No, Zach, I'm not all about that angle. But the analysts who are saying that are typically former players who know the guy who was fighting for that roster spot, who know the guy who needed that practice squad roster spot to earn seven grand a week to keep working on his craft, where Tim Tebow doesn't need that. He what he doesn't Tim Tebow doesn't need an opportunity to work on his craft. Nobody's giving nobody's given him an opportunity because he's a Jesus circus. That's no, the reason why. No, no that's the facts. No, it's the same thing. It's the same premise. He did not get the the full Zach, opportunity because of what came with Tim Tebow. Zach, fair or foul? No, Tim Tebow didn't get an opportunity over the last eight years because he was a quarterback and a bad one. And and so many teams talked about Tim Tebow eight years ago. Why he wasn't getting an NFL job is because he's a bad quarterback. He should change positions. And for eight years, he did not. Now, Urban Meyer, one of his best friends, gets a job, and voila, there's Tim Tebow, Jack's tight end. Was his public faith a deterrent? No, I don't think it's as much. You're making Publicity. it a lot Okay, so let's not, it, let's not put that in a box. It's not about his faith. It's fair. about everything. The right, big fair. picture of Tim Tebow being the best college football player of my lifetime. Right? That's true. I agree. Uh, and... And everything that is, he is a circus. He is a media circus for a bunch of different reasons. And teams don't want to deal with that for a below average quarterback, a bad quarterback who was unwilling eight years ago to play tight end where people were saying, you know, you might be able to cut it as a tight end baggage eight years ago. You're talking about baggage. Tim Tebow had more baggage than the practice squad guy that was going to shut his mouth and just go to work. Fair? That's absolutely fair, right? Absolutely. So now he finally has a head coach that is willing to deal with the baggage. <sighs> you can't hate on him for that, and you can't sit there and cry about another guy not getting an opportunity. Uh, I think that's I, the biggest sack of you-know-what. But it, it is also true. Like It is a fact that Tim Tebow getting a roster spot takes away uh, a roster spot from the Jags from somebody who's actually been playing the tight end position for the last eight years. Who cares? I'm just it's saying, like, you say you don't care. I'm just saying that it is factual. 
Yeah, but you talk about that angle, that drives me nuts that these ESPN and these national reporters are sitting there crying about that. They don't even know the guy that they're talking about. Plus, we've and the reason I speak from experience, Austin, you speak from experience. We've seen so many guys get cut and come back on a roster. It's not even funny. It's just a part of the job. If you're on that cusp of the roster, you're always – Will Compton will tell you that too, right? Will Compton is a great example. He's been on a roster. He's also been off a roster. It's just the rules. It's just how it works. Them it's your the skill rules, set. Man. Them yeah, the yeah. rules. And so I that I I hate that angle. I I now I mean again I'm not like pro Tim Tebow going to go buy a Jags jersey or anything like that. I I just I would like him to prove some of these analysts wrong so they can shove it up their cram. All right. Uh, so back to the original question. I'm rooting for Tim Tebow to make the roster because just I just think it's more fun that way. <laughs> that's that's all I. That's all I think. It, they, there's no analysis. I just think it's more fun if Tim Tebow is uh, on the Jags roster because of all the craziness that will ensue. Here's a hot take from Kane. Percy Harvin made Tim oh, Tebow. I was literally just about to say, and I was not looking at the comments, I was literally just about to say, hell, they might as well go sign Percy Harvin, who's last seen... <laughs> Percy Harvin, last seen running circular sprints in a parking garage. Like that, like, what the hell? Like, this is ridiculous. Just go sign Percy. <laughs> Just to make my migraine even worse. A to Z Sports here live on this uh, Thursday show. Thursday means Magic Bucket. So, Zach, let's go ahead and get to that Magic Bucket. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. Mandu is literally for everybody. It's a fitness uh, experience, really. That's what it is. It's a 15-minute workout that simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. I don't have time to go to the weight room anymore and lift weights on my own time and share and, you know, wait for bro over here to finish using that squat rack and this bench and all that kind of stuff. I go to Mandu, I'm in and out of there real quick, and I'm getting a great, efficient workout. It's putting really zero stress on my joints and all the work on my muscles to build strength, build muscle, target that bad body fat, and improve my body. It is for everybody in shape, out of shape, old, young, doesn't matter. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. A to Z Sports, I do have a question, uh, and I, I'm not trying to harp on the Tebow thing because I'm ready to move on, but I, I do have a question. I mean, it's funny how we're talking about a quarterback that hasn't played since 2012. What round was Tebow, Tebow drafted? First. He's a first-round pick. I have Broncos think, who made bad decisions because they also drafted Paxton Lynch in the first round. Just make that clear. Fair point. Fair <laughs> point. But it wasn't like he was going to drop to the fourth or fifth. He wasn't going to drop that far. Do you think that Tim Tebow got a fair shake to be a first-round pick and only spend two years on the roster? That bad. never happens. No, no, no. A well, first-round pick at least gets three to four. A first-round pick. Yes. Uh, but And Tim he, Tebow got two. Well, you know why? Because of his baggage. No. It's because the Broncos went out there and got Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly why the two years uh, right after they went from Tim Tebow to Peyton Manning. So that's why they saw the opportunity to go out there and recruit Peyton Manning in Denver, open up a bunch of Papa John's in the weed capital and uh, make a lot of money and win Super Bowls. That's, that's what happened there. And he was awful. Donald says Tebow had a completion percentage under 50%. I, 
Yes, his completion percentage was at well forty six point five. <laughs> yeah, really bad. That's like really low. Like the, the Titans, the Titans third down uh, conversion allowance rate was higher than Tim Tebow's completion percentage. I asked the question and you answered. That's all I wanted to. Yeah, know. I answered it very well. I, I think. All right, so Zach, it is Magic Bucket Thursday. I've got the bucket here. You need to give me like all these entries that you've say you've come up with i know I, I mean i haven't printed out yeah we, we have a lunch meeting today bring it in a little bag oh, yeah we do I, I i need to cut them up if you've got scissors i can, i have scissors in my that's house. good so i've got new stickers and i i don't i don't know which sticker i want to go with they there's no really meaning to any of these stickers but it is my sticker week and i i guess i'm going to go with this one because we talked about me being supplement guy a couple weeks ago. And so uh, I don't take pre-workout, but everybody knows that feeling when the pre-workout pre hits. Uh, that's that's my sticker that's going in the bucket today. Uh, you don't take pre-workout? I don't take pre-workout. Uh, no form of energy supplement? There's an energy uh, supplement in pre-workout. Uh, that's a pre-workout. An energy supplement is pre-workout. It is bro. not labeled. It is labeled a thermogenic. Oh, do you? Oh, you you work at GNC on the side? No, I, I don't. Are you what bro Austin to no. give me some tips on uh, what I should put in my body? I mean, if you'd like some tips, I feel like I've done a pretty good job over the last couple of years. I don't want any tips from bro bro Austin. I love the sticker. I do love the sticker. The sticker is fantastic. It's when the pre-workout hits and you're riding a shark with a bear with a machine gun, right? An energy supplement is a pre-workout supplement, bro. It is not. It like, is. So is coffee a pre-workout? You can. It's a form. It's not a supplement. Coffee is not a supplement. Coffee is, is a drink. Is Red Bull uh, uh, pre-workout? It's not a supplement. It's a drink. It, you just said an energy a, supplement. I'm talking about a supplement. Do you know what a supplement is? I know you do. Yes. You go to GNC. I, a I energy supplement is a pre-workout supplement. Or you can go it is not. It is it's Tanner. A and, or oh, I, I don't know. We should get Tanner from the vitamin shop on the show and ask him and his buddy Connor and see what he they can tell us. I don't have any space for this sticker to go here. Yeah, and plus, I go to man. I do. I do man do. I don't need pre workout, but I, I do not take supplements before my. I do not drink an energy supplement before my workout. I don't do that. I use it as coffee in the morning. It's it. It has caffeine in it, yes, but it's also high in fiber. <laughs> it's, it's got other things than it is a pre workout. So that is my. People are actually proving the Red Bull supplement point, which I wasn't even trying to prove, but that doubles. There down. you go. But it's not a pre workout. It's an energy drink. So I have an energy thermogenic drink that I drink each morning instead of coffee. Not a, not a pre workout. P o uh, it's PEDs. All right, I've got this. I don't know who this is for. I haven't looked at it yet. Who's this for? Uh, uh, me. Okay. Screw it. All right. Name blank amount of blank in 15 seconds. We haven't Hell done this yeah. in a long time. Yeah. This one's fun, though. Hell yeah. I like this. All right, Zach. Um, wow. Let's just stick on the topic at hand. Oh, um, man. I like this. I, this is my favorite. This is probably my favorite. This is my favorite thing of the show. If I can pull my damn uh, timer up, my phone's freaking out on me. All right. 15 seconds on the clock. Right. Zach, name uh, as many types of energy drinks as you can in 15 seconds. Go. Nas, Monster, Red Bull. Um, uh, 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 
body armor energy, um, uh, Gatorade uh, Bolt. Um, I mean, I don't drink that Done. stuff. Done. You got five. I, I don't drink that stuff. Coffee? Would coffee have worked? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you got five. That was probably your worst performance. Celsius, yeah. I mean, yeah, that is my worst one. I don't drink bang, energy drinks. Bang, C4. Bang. God, Instagram models. I should have known. Yeah. Like, uh, but I don't drink any of that stuff. I just have energy. Well, I, you I drink mean, coffee. I drink one one cup of coffee. Yeah. And then you, what, what, what do you do with your, you, you put like little beans in it and you chew them? Uh, there, I have a dark chocolate covered espresso bean at the bottom of each coffee, one coffee a day, but I can't have any more. So if, if you I ever, have any if more you coffee, ever see Zach chewing on something in the show, it's that dark chocolate covered espresso bean. It's, uh, it's funny. We had a meeting with an, uh, an executive the other day and she suggested that I download calm.com. And this is without ca- caffeine. I thought about that. Well, yesterday no, you have caffeine. Around. It's just, you don't drink as much caffeine as maybe other people do. I do think this all right here live poll. Does Zach need to download the app calm.com where his phone will give him multiple reminders to take deep breaths throughout the day? I, I don't like people telling me what to do, so I sure as hell don't think that I want to calm.com but telling my so ass funny. To calm down. Luca just says yes. Uh, <laughs> we're getting more uh energy drinks coming in. Now I thought about that though. I thought about calm.com. I was actually gonna text her. I was gonna be like, look, I thought about it. I don't like people telling me what to do. So I don't think that I'm going to like somebody saying, calm down. Yeah, you're going to look at your phone that says, take a deep breath. And you're going to say, no, you take a deep breath. <laughs> right? I, I don't have time for that. I got to do, I uh, again, money never sleeps. We got, got a lot of stuff to do. All right, uh, you, you pick for you. Okay, we're getting low on these things, man. I need, I need these. Have I done sing an opera song for 30 seconds? I know you have. No, you have not. Well... Uh, here's a treat for everybody. If you want to get 30 seconds on your clock ready. I can do that. <sighs> Bobby just says calm is never going to work on Zach. Maybe you slip some horse tranquilizer in that drink. <laughs> it's not. I mean, I, I just, I have to do stuff like from the day, the second I wake up till when I go to bed and I, I, I'll pass out like that. I have to be doing something. Yeah. I, uh, Ethan says, how bad did that meeting go if they suggested the Calm app at the end? No, the meeting went great. No, she, <laughs> she knows. She's gotten to know who I am. So, like, that is, yeah, it just it's like one of those things. <clears throat> All right. Because <clears throat> I'm constantly bitching about something because pe- people can't do things correctly. Oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah, whenever you're ready. Like, All right. Huh? Yeah, whenever you're ready. 30 seconds is a long time. Yeah, that's the point. I just don't, I had to remember, like, I had to come up with things to, like, say. It works. I don't even know how to start this. I'm just going to, hold on. No, come on. Come on. We don't have time for this. It's sales material. This is not, um, Bad sales job. It doesn't matter. All right. Uh, okay, 30 seconds. <clears throat> oh, ravioli. Oh, 
seconds to sing opera stop I, I I wouldn't usually say this because this is an extreme statement but that was I think the worst I thing I've ever heard it, it it started as a dying animal yeah again you don't claim to sing so it's not your fault and I don't know what to do like what opera like what the hell am I supposed to do I, I not that. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what noises to make. I've never been to an opera. I don't even know how to fake that. Uh, obviously, I mean that was. I'm sorry. Well, like I, no, I tried I, to I'm, stop it earlier, but 30 seconds takes 30 seconds. Oh, I didn't want man. to do that. No, I mean I want to apologize to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to think about accepting it. <laughs> Dad <laughs> says, "Is uh, Isaiah Wilson's next chorus, <laughs> right? Auto tune that." Uh, yeah, my I have a dog. One of my dogs is in the office with me. She has a cone on. She can't lick her foot, so I have to like keep an eye on her. She's just staring at me like, "What in the world are you doing, man?" Uh, well, that was Thursday's show. <laughs> it's just a weird, bad way to end that. All right. Everybody had a good Thursday. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning with good news. That's not me not doing opera ever again because that's ripped up. No more magic bucket opera. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great rest of your Thursday. Peace out. Adios.